When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to NFL Live, presented by Golden Corral. Hey, week nine begins right there in Pittsburgh. The Steelers are three-point favorites, hosting the Titans tonight. You see at Kreider Stadium, the site on a chilly 40-degree evening. Kind of feels like football in Pittsburgh. You expect it this time of year. As we welcome you to NFL Live, we're going to get you ready for tonight, of course, and the rest of an excellent Week 9 slate. You see the boys right there. We got Swagoo, Marcus Spears, as well as Ryan Clark. What, Swag? I see. Hey, RT, you see Boogie with a, <laughs> you see Boogie with a gold on? <laughs> You see Boogie with a gold on around her neck? No, 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 oh, wait. Oh, she stay okay, clean, now. Wait, listen. She stay clean. Later what? on, we're going to show you <laughs> that I actually I, I match RC's hotel curtains, but we'll get to that in a little bit because we got more to do before then. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Those curtains. All right, we begin at Domino's pregame headquarters, and that's where we find Brooke Pryor in Pittsburgh covering tonight's Titans-Steeler matchup. Brooke, Kenny Pickett was knocked out of Sunday's loss to the Jaguars with a rib injury, did not return. So what's the latest on his status for tonight's game? Well, Kenny Pickett came into this game without an injury designation. That means he is going to play. And in fact, he said in the locker room on Tuesday that he was playing for sure. And that comes a day after Mike Tomlin said it would be a game time decision. But Pickett erasing all doubt after Tuesday's walkthrough. Because guess what? There is no structural damage to his ribs. The biggest thing is going to be pain management that he has to deal with. He told me that it is something that will affect him in his follow through from his throw. The torque as he turns his body. So something to watch as they go in this game. And by the way, somebody else's uh, playing status for tonight or, or maybe presence for tonight are the pigeons that are behind me at Acrisure <laughs> Stadium. Last year when there were pigeons on the field, the Steelers were 2-0. and So maybe a bit of good news, good luck for the Steelers tonight. Man, you know, I saw you tweeting about those Acrisure pid- pigeons, and I thought that's a good sign for the Steelers. Thanks to Brooke for joining us here on NFL Live. And it's been tough sledding for the Steelers' offense thus far, as this unit ranks bottom five in the league in a myriad of categories, averaging their fewest points per drive, yards per play, and lowest total QBR through seven games in any season during Mike Tomlin's tenure as head coach. Pittsburgh's been outgained by 776 yards this season. That's the only team that's been outgained in every single game. So, RC, you got any quick answers here? What needs to change for the Steelers' offense tonight to have success? Hey, listen, if I had those sort of answers, I should be getting an interim head coaching job like (laughs) my boy AP did in Las Vegas. When you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, it's getting to the point that it's starting to be sad. It's almost starting to feel like there is no answer for this team or for Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. And the one thing you don't want when you're struggling offensively to run the football is for Jeffrey Simmons to be coming to town. He absolutely wrecked that game against the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to have to find a way to get him blocked, get Najee Harris started, get Jalen Warren out on the outside so he can make explosive plays. And it has to lead into play action 
play-action shots for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you know your team has an issue sustaining drives, why don't you try to make the big play? Why don't you give a guy like George Pickens, a Deontay Johnson, an opportunity in one-on-one situations? If they think they're just going to, as Chris Berman normally says, matriculate the football down the field, then they're out of their freaking minds. Let's get explosive plays. Let's protect Kenny Pickett and give him a chance to give this team good field position or great opportunities. Which is why I think the onus is put on the front for the Tennessee Titans, RC. When you start thinking about Kenny Pickett in this offense, when you don't have a lot of confidence coming into a game and you can dominate at the line of scrimmage, you can really take a team out of the the ordinary. You want to put Pittsburgh in third and long situations. Uh, as much as they put themselves in those situations if you're watching the game. The other thing is this too, man. I need more production out of Harold Landry. Arden Key is doing a phenomenal job off the edge. I think he raced six on outside rushes, and we know Jeffrey Simmons is in the top ten when it comes to pass rush. But a lot of other guys are going to have to step up. The Nico Archers of the world, Harold Landry, and really put the lights out on this passing game early. And I know what you're saying, RC, because and I 100% agree with you with the big plays. But if I'm Tennessee, I'm going into the game thinking that if they don't make explosives, they it's no way that they are going to beat us from a defensive perspective. Yes. So the quicker this defensive line can start establishing a tone of pressuring Kenny Pickett, getting that run stop so you can earn the right to rush on third down, I think they can have a phenomenal day against an offense that struggles anyway. And here's the reason that's important, though, Marcus. Think about the Kenny Pickett check late in the game against the Baltimore Ravens when he had George Pickens one-on-one with Marlon Humphrey, the early shot that they take to George Pickens against the Los Angeles Rams. It gave them opportunity to make plays. When you get a guy like Deontay Johnson back, you have a 1A and a 1B at the wide receiver position. Let's go 11 personnel, get into the play action, get into the shots, get into the half rows, and find a way to make it easier on this offense because if you don't you can't beat the Tennessee Titans play for play offensively and I think Matt Canada and also Mike Tomlin understand that. Yeah, it was interesting to hear from Brooks reporting earlier about how that rib injury may affect some of the torque, some of the things that Kenny Pickett can do in this game. Mm-hmm. you got to think the Titans are thinking about that, too. More on this one a little bit later, but this was good to see for Bills fans. Josh Allen was out at practice in full pads after missing yesterday with a shoulder injury. Adam Schefter jumping in here now. Adam, what's the latest on Allen ahead of their game against the Bengals this week? Laura, much like your necklace, Josh Allen looks as good as gold right now. Looks like he was full go in practice today. That's an encouraging sign for Sunday night. He's tracking to play after not being able to practice yesterday due to that shoulder injury that hindered him during last Thursday night's performance against the Buccaneers. You saw him favoring the shoulder, but today, back out there, looking like gold. I love this show. That's all I'll say. You guys are the best. Uh, With Josh Allen's shoulder issues, we could see the Bills lean more on the quick passing game, which is exactly what we saw them do last week against Tampa, okay? Allen's average time to throw in that game was 2.27 seconds. That's the fastest of his NFL career so far. It was fun to watch. That led to one of his most productive games, throwing the ball within two and a half seconds as Allen's 194 yards on those passes were a career high. It was was pretty, right, Swaggoo? Okay, so when you look at this matchup with the Bengals and that defense that's been so good lately under Lou Anarumo, how do you see Allen try to attack them? 
I'm, I'm so glad Dan not on the show today because he'll have a conniption based on what I'm about to say. But I think I honestly believe it's when Josh is at his best when he's methodical and patient mm. and then allows those explosive plays to open up by being that way early in games. And also using understanding where his pressure is coming from and getting the ball out of his hands and trusting his playmakers to make those plays afterwards. Like you see here, I know this looks simple, but sometimes Josh Allen will say, nah, I don't want to go to the flats. I want to make a big play. And then when your opportunities present themselves, still keeping your eyes downfield and finding guys. Look, his legs is going to have to be a part of this offense for it to continuously be explosive. But I also think there's an advantage to Josh Allen when he shows the opposing defense coordinator, I am willing to take those six and seven yard dump offs. I am willing to play this the way that you want me to until my opportunity opens up. The frustration of wide receivers may set in and you may get mad. Diggs may get mad because that big play didn't come as early, but it will come if Josh shows that patience. And also <coughs> it's another way that he stays out of trouble, out of harm's way with the football. Man, listen, when you play against Lou Anarumo, it's a magic show, right? Those defenses are disappearing acts. He shows you one thing, and then post-snap, it becomes another thing. That's the way the Cincinnati Bengals play. And so you're absolutely right, Marcus. It's about patience. But it's hard to be patient when they drop out and get in those throwing lanes, when they can show you that A-gap pressure, and then now only bring one guy or bring Mike Hilton off the edge. I think they do such a good job of confusing quarterbacks, which doesn't allow you to play quickly and so you look at the way they sped the game up last week against the sense against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now is this team different in the Cincinnati Bengals absolutely but that allowed Josh Allen to dictate that allowed Ken Dorsey to dictate and not be dictated to so I believe that you'll see a little bit of that and also when I watched Steph Diggs last week even though Josh was patient even though he got Shakir involved he was able to get Gabe Davis involved obviously involved obviously yeah. Dalton Kincaid there was no issue from Stephon Diggs. He still got his 12 targets. He still got his 90 yards, but they won the football game because they spread it around. And I believe Steph is a competitor and a winner. So if Josh stays within himself, that's his best way to compete against the Cincinnati Bengals team. That pressure, especially late in the game, has affected both Geno Smith and Brock Purdy in their last two outings. Yeah, it's yes, well sir. said, guys. And you think about what these Bills are going to do down the stretch. If they're going to have any success in the playoffs. It feels like that's the recipe to do that. So this game against the Bengals is in Cincinnati, yeah. but it's pretty cold in Buffalo right now. So a few of the guys have responded in certain ways. How about the D tackle Jordan Phillips with a full <laughs> coat on? That's fine. He's got the fur hood. He wore the parka on. He wore. Oh, get it, big fella. Oh, get, uh, like, get it. That's going to be the bump for BMB. Marcus. Monday. Look at it. Oh, 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 get it. Bro, ooh, Marcus, you played ooh. in Dallas. You didn't have to deal with this. That's how Pittsburgh is. <laughs> I ain't mad at him. You wear a parka. You wear a freaking repellent raincoat, snow boots. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah, well, I love swag, it. Swag, Stay you know, he's tough, tough but he Stay wouldn't warm. cut out for that. How about this one, too? This is from nah. Bill's running back, Leonard Fournette. We know Lenny, okay? He was signed to the practice squad on Monday, and he tweeted out, No lie, RC, Buffalo colder than a penguin's booty out here. Lord! <laughs> Hey, hey, that boy like Chilly Willie the Penguin. Hey, Chilly Willie was one of my favorite cartoons, too. And he is not lying, man. Now, I don't know if we want to, if we know what penguins are like, but I'm pretty sure that those sphincters are quite chilly.
Okay. Take it. Yeah. Take um, it, buddy. You know, you, you take guys. It. <laughs> take it. Bump. I can't. Bump. Bump. Okay, we're just Bump. getting started. I wanted to go so bad, but I Bump. didn't. We're going to break. The Raiders fired their head coach, Josh McDaniels, after a 4-3-5 start. RC is Could going to team. talk about the aftermath with the Raiders, where they go from here. Plus, Lamar and the Ravens set to take on the Seahawks. Marcus tells us what he's seeing from Baltimore. We'll be right back with more Info Live. Pre-game HQ is brought to you by Domino's. With new Domino's rewards, you can earn free food after just two orders. Turn your click up, dog. Turn them up. Turn your click up, dog. Turn them up. Tiny streets can't cross it. Cross them up. All these streets need bosses. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. NFL Live is presented by Golden Corral, the only one for everyone. And in part by Prudential, millions of people tap into the insurance, investment, and retirement expertise of Prudential. Who's your rock? Let's read and react to some of the latest news around the league. Let's go to Vegas, where Raiders owner Mark Davis had this to say after firing head coach Josh McDaniels and GM Dave Ziegler. He said, unfortunately, I had great hopes for Josh and Dave. It just seemed like we were going in the wrong direction. So with the trade deadline, I just felt like it was time to make a change. RC, we haven't gotten to hear your opinion yet on this on the show. What do you think about the timing of this decision and the move to Antonio Pierce as interim head coach? One, I think it had to happen. When you're looking at a guy like Devontae Adams and his response on the sideline against Detroit, it was time to make a move. But also Antonio Pierce, he's a former player. He's a guy that the players can relate to, someone who understands what it's like to be in the trenches. And I think when you have the Devontae Adamses of the world, the Max Crosbys, they want to go somewhere that's totally opposite of what they've seen fail. And remember, these guys, or at least some of them, were a part of Rich Passaccia and what he brought to this team. They're hoping that Antonio Pierce can do the same as an interim head coach. That's a good point. Uh, the other move in all the Raiders news yesterday, Jimmy Garoppolo was benched for rookie Aiden O'Connell. A lot of that has to do with the contract for Garoppolo. To make matters worse, today, though, the Raiders' official Twitter account posts this wishing Garoppolo a happy birthday. RC, this He's is still so on the team. awkward. <laughs> it's, not, it's not awkward because he's still on the team, Laura. And as long as he's on the team, you should celebrate your players. 
and they should have benched him. They should have benched him before the last game. The only problem is you should have never got rid of Derek Carr. That's why I say be careful what you wish for. Did the team get prettier? Absolutely. Did they get worse at, worse at quarterback? Absolutely. This is the right move. Hopefully Aiden O'Connell can give this team a shot in the arm. Emphasis on the stink. All right, let's continue with Read and React to Green Bay, where the Packers GM Brian Gutekunst gave his evaluation of quarterback Jordan Love during the team's four-game losing streak. We got 10 games left. It's going to be very important 10 games, and um, you know I think he's done a lot of really good things. Really like the way he's responded to, to the adversity, uh, how he's led the team. You know, I think uh, you know we're going through some things um, that we knew we would go through. Um, you know, we haven't had the results we want, but I do like the way the guys are responding to things. So, Marcus, what do you think about those comments for Jordan Love's future there? He's not, he's not assured that he's the guy going forward. But, Boogie, if you think back to before the season started, they didn't make a big commitment to Jordan Love financially. This is, a, this is his test. This is his opportunity to show that he's going to be the franchise guy for Brian Gutekunst and the Green Bay Packers. But but here we are, like Jordan Love sat behind Aaron Rodgers. You can see some of the things that paid off from a maturity level, but his play has been too up and down in order to make a long-term commitment. And you never know what the quarterback landscape is gonna look like, potentially when you have an opportunity to either draft or trade for a guy. So I like the non-committal on the young quarterback. It also should incentivize him these next 10 games to play better. Yeah, time to prove it. He just hasn't played that much when it's all said and done. So we'll see what he does for the rest of the season. Yep. To Baltimore, where Lamar Jackson and the Ravens will go up against a formidable Seahawks pass rush that ranks top 10 in pressure rate and sacks this season. Jackson has excelled when opposing defenses have gotten pressure this year. After struggling in that regard last season, Lamar has doubled his QBR in yards per attempt while also raising his completion rate in that situation. With all three of those marks, ranking top 10 in the NFL so far in 2023. That used to be kind of the book on him, Swaggoo, but he's turned it around this year. Why do you think Lamar has improved so much this year when it comes to facing pressure? Because, Boogie, you need players to be good at quarterback. You need other Can't people that's good player. at what they do. <laughs> and, and, right? Like, like and an you offense say. that is going to give you an opportunity to do that. Like, I remember last year, and I know both of you are going to remember this because we talked so much football through the group chat. Do y'all remember last year when the Baltimore Ravens had to put Mark Andrews at the X wide receiver yep. position in order to try to get some production yeah. on the outside? Well, you don't have to do that anymore because of Zay Flowers, because of this um, because of this rapport he's built with Nelson Aguilar. I know OBJ is not having the type of season that we expected him to have, but he's still there. The literal threat of having guys out there that can take the top off of a defense or make one play to change a game, in turn benefits what we see from Lamar Jackson. It was never about, well, for some people, because they didn't want to get past some narrative that he was supposed to be a wide receiver mm. or just a running quarterback. But for people that actually watch football, it was never about if Lamar Jackson could throw the ball with anticipation of timing. It was always about who the hell is he throwing it to? <laughs> and sometimes when you get people that you feel confident throwing it to, you can see this kind of leap in your production. So that's the reason why. He has more trust in his wide receivers, not his tight end, not his running backs, not the formation of a condensed offensive uh, scheme. He has more trust in the fact that he got guys out there that can make plays and you can play more freely. <laughs> hey, Swag, you said uh, 
He was out there throwing to people like Keith Sweat. Nobody. But when Nobody. you look at the team now, yeah, they do have players, right? When you think about <laughs> you think about OBJ, you got, you know, you have Zay Flowers and there's Rashad Bateman, obviously Mark Andrews, but you're playing a team in the Seattle Seahawks who can man up anyone on the outside when you think of Tariq Woolen mm -hmm. and Devin Witherspoon on the outside. And then they're doing this three-man sort of safety where you have Jamal Adams playing the big nickel, Julian Love, and Q Diggs on the back end. So I believe this could be a huge challenge for Lamar Jackson when you have people there that can match up with your skilled players. Here is what I don't want. We watched him go Bruce Leroy against the Detroit Lions a few weeks ago, and I saw him try to get back into that same thing against Arizona, holding the football, waiting for guys to come open. Don't do that. Be the Lamar Jackson that plays on time. Be the Lamar Jackson that threatens you with his legs when you give him opportunities. And then, every now and then, be the Lamar Jackson that can go above the X's and O's and make the wild plays. You don't need to do it yes, every sir. single snap because of what Marcus just said. You actually finally have people. Let your people make you great, and then you make them the best when you do what you do. Yeah, a reporter brought up this week that Lamar's 17-1 and against the NFC, and he got all mad. He, he was like, you just jinxed me, um, which I agree with that. I, I feel I'm superstitious <laughs> about that stuff. I'm knocking on wood yeah, right and left, so we'll see. Hopefully no such thing as jinx. Yeah, right? Like, don't be doing we that. We never jinx. <laughs> next on NFL Live. Not on Dallas Mitchell. faces one of the best defensive fronts in the game when they visit the Eagles this Sunday. Marcus tells us how Dak and this Cowboys offense can find success in this matchup. It's going to be a tough one. One of the great games of this week. You're watching NFL Live presented by Golden Corral. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ever wondered if that perfect someone is out there somewhere just waiting for you to find them? But wonder no longer. The ESPN Fantasy app now features AI-generated waiver insights from powerful AI models built with Watson X. It identifies the players who have the potential to help your team the most. Raise your game with AI-generated insights built with IBM Watson X in the ESPN Fantasy app. Welcome back to NFL Live. Hey, a great game on the slate this week. Cowboys-Eagles. Dak Prescott even admitted himself that he feels like he's in a good groove, and he sure was against the Rams on Sunday. 304 yards, four touchdowns. You just see these highlights. He's slinging it all over the field. 
Let's get Ed Werder in here from Dallas. And Dak Prescott has won his last three starts against the Eagles. How confident does it seem the Cowboys are, Ed, as they get ready for an Eagles team whose 7-1 record is the best in football? Yeah, Laura, they are preparing to play on the road against the Eagles the second time this season they've competed against another NFC Super Bowl contender. The first such matchup was a month ago on the road against the 49ers, and that proved to be one of the most embarrassing defeats in franchise history. The 32-point loss was the most lopsided of Dak Prescott's eight-year career as a Cowboys starting quarterback. Prescott conceded today that it challenged him as a leader of this team, and it changed the approach he and teammates have adopted as they prepare for Philadelphia. I'm up for any test, so yeah, I understood that it, that it was going. It was a test, and um, that that's how I took it. That's how you know I approached it and um, challenged myself to be better in, in, in many different ways, uh, whether not just on the field, but damn sure on the field and in my game, but as well as my preparation and holding other guys accountable to their preparation. Um, and you know, as as much as I challenged myself, so many men in this locker room, this this building, coaches. Everyone did. The weekly process has been better, and uh, guys are really dialed in to the process, enjoying the process each day, taking it, taking it in that manner, and um, putting ourselves and have put ourselves in a good spot. Well, on the field, as you saw in those highlights, Prescott has responded with the best performances of his career this season, reestablishing himself as a mobile quarterback. The Cowboys have won their last two games with Prescott throwing five touchdown passes, just one interception, and also scoring on a designed run. Sunday marks just the second time Prescott plays an Eagles team with Jalen Hurts starting at quarterback. Prescott described it as a game everyone looks forward to, adding that, quote, he damn sure does, especially with the unique hostility the Philadelphia crowd brings to the game. And Laura, an injury update the Cowboys still hope to have. Injured left tackle Tyron Smith, but he won't practice until at least Saturday. Mm. Uh, Swagoo is shaking his head. I can see him out of the corner of my eye. Thanks to Ed for the latest there. Some questions, Swag, around the Eagles secondary. Is Philly used man coverage at the seventh highest rate this year, but their man defense hasn't been all that rosy, ranking among the worst in completion rate and QBR allowed while giving up 11 touchdowns. That's tied for the most in the NFL. Dak Prescott, as we talked about, he's chopped up man coverage, leading the league in completion rate and ranks third in QBR on such plays. Marcus, obviously they'd love to have their left tackle, but how do you see the Cowboys trying to game plan against this Eagles defense? Yeah, one boogie, I'm, 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 I'm super excited to see Dak and this offense from a, from a scheme standpoint. But RC said the word stanky earlier in the show, and all I want to see is Dak doing the stanky <laughs> leg because he's going to have to use his legs in this game. That's when he had his best, y'all. Like, I know that it's so we, – we want to push so much for quarterbacks to be pocket passers and keep them in the pocket. Look at Dak's numbers when he's moving. And this was what I was screaming about last year with Kellen Moore when he was just standing in the center of the pocket. First in completion percentage in the league, second in yards per attempt, and tied for fourth with four, uh, first downs. The threat – and we almost forget because of the ankle injury that Dak suffered a few years ago that he was known as a dual threat yeah. guy coming out of college who was a really good processor of the of, of plays and could get to, through his reads. But he also was known. Boogie, we covered him at yeah. Mississippi State. That was his He would devastate there. people with his legs. Right. Yeah, so getting back to that, implementing some of that to move him off the spot, 
as an offensive plan and a scheme in which I think Mike McCarthy is figuring out because we've seen it more here lately in the last three weeks of their play. I think that's something that you have to continue to do. You do not want to stand in the middle of the pocket on the launch point against this Philadelphia Eagles pass rush, especially with their interior guys and the way that they can push the pocket. Man, if Dak Prescott watches the film of Sam Howell last week, he should be at his house like this. He should be licking his fingertips. He should be like a chubby, he should be like a chubby kid with a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yum. Because when you watch this secondary of the Philadelphia Eagles, it's not the same anymore. It's not the team that we watched last year. Also up front, even though the numbers are close, when you look at sacks, they aren't the impactful sacks that we had seen from this team a year ago. True. So Elias Ricks, who is now having to come in and play the nickel as a rookie. Reed Blankenship, who took over for C.J. Gardner-Johnson, even though he made a play last week on the football, they've been taken advantage of, and man, quarterbacks have had more time. And so when you look at the way that C.D. Lamb has played in the last two weeks, Brandon Cooks now taking the top off of defenses, and obviously getting the tight ends involved, I love what Dak has done over the last two weeks, and this is a defense you can exploit. But Marcus knows this better than anybody. When you get into these rivalry games in the NFL, which, let me be honest with y'all, they ain't a lot of them. The Some of them, they just make up. This is one of them. When you yeah, get into these games that yeah. mean more, throw all of that out the window. Hassan Reddick is going to rush. Right? Ooh, yeah. They're going to play good on the back end. Darius Slay is going to track C.D. Lamb. So it's going to be on Dak Prescott to do exactly what Marcus says. Use your legs, extend plays. If you have the opportunity to push the football down the field, do that. If not, get what you can and protect the football. Because I believe with the banged-up Jalen Hurts, this Dallas mm. Cowboys defense will be hunting. Yeah, I can't wait to see who, guys, who you guys hey, are Con picking in this Boogie. one. Yeah, yeah, go. Look, in context for what RC just said, because it's a very it's a very poignant point when you start talking about rivalries and when you know somebody very well. He knew this about the Baltimore Ravens like we know about the Philadelphia Eagles when you play for the yep. Cowboys. These games come down to players. It don't come down to scheme. It don't come down to yep. – this comes down to whose players are going to make the most plays throughout the course of four quarters. And that's why we get so excited when you actually have real rivalry games on the horizon because usually you walk away saying, damn, yep. that played better than Jalen or AJ played better than CeeDee Lamb. That's how these go. Yep. Yeah, I mean – It ain't just coaching. For the numbers to back y'all up, Dallas and Philly have played 50 times in the regular season over the last 25 years, with both teams tied at 25 wins apiece. It's been a great back and forth yeah, and very that's even. crazy. Finger licking good. Okay, time now for our top stories. For that, we welcome Adam Schefter back in. We start in Los Angeles. Adam, what's the latest on Matthew Stafford? Well, Lori, he didn't practice yesterday, and he's dealing with a thumb injury that the Rams don't know if he'll be able to play on Sunday at Green Bay against the Packers. If he can't play, it will be time for Brett Rippon to start for the Rams. But the Rams are going to take this as far as they can and give Stafford as much time before they make a decision about whether he can or can't play on Sunday. As for the Browns quarterback, Deshaun Watson, he said today he doesn't know that he'll be able to play on Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. Limited at practice again. He certainly doesn't sound encouraging or optimistic that he'll be able to go. That rotator cuff injury has lingered for quite some time and it sounds like it could prevent him from playing this upcoming weekend. And 
in the first game this week. Kenny Pickett not on the injury report tonight, despite the fact that he could not finish the game last Sunday, but he will be back out there tonight against the Tennessee Titans after suffering that rib injury against the Jacksonville Jaguars that knocked him out. He will be out there starting for Pittsburgh against the Tennessee Titans. Thanks, Adam. Something to look forward to in just, uh, you know, three or so hours. Time now for a DraftKings Sportsbook. Same game parlay. For that, we go to Marcus. So, Marcus, over under 221 and a half yards in the air for Kenny Pickett, who's shaking off that rib injury. Yeah, this was tough for me, Boogie, because I know how they can make a couple plays and be explosive, but I'm going to go under. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers have to try to get this run game going against the Titans, because if you don't, Jeffrey Simmons and company will wreck this game from a pass rush standpoint. So I think he goes under some impactful throws, but under 221. Over under 71 and a half rushing yards for Derrick Henry. I'm going to go over, and I know what Will Levis did last week pushing the ball down the field. I think that actually helps Derrick Henry in a major way, something that he had when A.J. Brown was there, which correlated to him having some more favorable boxes. I think if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you have to pay attention to what Will Levis and DeAndre Hopkins did last week and, and allocate some resources back there on the back end. So, yes, over for Derrick Henry. Yeah, with rookie Will Levis starting a quarterback for the Titans, over under 53 and a half receiving yards for DeAndre Hopkins. Levis loved that deep ball. <laughs> I'm going over. I'm going over one because I think he's that 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 comfort level of, of knowing D-Hop's history as a wide receiver for a rookie is paramount, right? Like understanding that I can get this guy the ball even when I think he's covered and he'll make me right. So that's going to be a big part of Will Levin's success going forward. And why wouldn't you lean into DeAndre Hopkins after what y'all were able to accomplish last week? So I got over for 53 and a half yards. Yeah, D-Hop said, don't be calling it vintage this week. He's like, oh, this is just current. This is what I'm doing, okay? Uh, all right, there's a new one NFL Live here, and somebody's got to tell me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay. Boogie. Y'all. That is curtains. Y'all. You, you okay, wearing curtains. It, it, I do. You know what? You know what? Let me tell that you That is so happened. nice. Let me tell you curtains. what happens. So earlier today, R.C. <laughs> sent us a photo of his curtains in his random hotel room, and I was like, let me match those because why not? Because <laughs> you're the captain because it's what you do, Laura. <laughs> Because it's what you do. And we ain't gonna let them shame you, Laura. These curtains, these curtains no. are not vintage. They are not, but your dress is. And it's fire. And she you went. wear it well. You look like a freaking Disney princess. I ain't gonna let her have it. She don't never she don't never catch no smoke on the show. So she about to catch smoke right now. She walked into a drapery store and said, make them curtains a dress. Cause I wanna wear them on NFL Live. I, you gonna catch this smoke like we all do. Give it to me. Give me the smoke. You okay? went to the drapery store to get that dress made. Y'all know, y'all know I can handle it. Bring it on, okay? Let's get. Give me some smoke on Twitter. That you too. can. Why not? Still to come here on NFL Live. Tyreek Hill is taking on his former team for the first time since being traded. But will the cheetah effect be enough to beat the defending champs? We'll talk about it next. I hate y'all. Don't forget, on DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code NFLLIVE when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Glad to have you on NFL Live with us today. Well, I mean, you guys aren't on the show. I guess we are, but <laughs> glad to have you watching it. We'd love to have you on. Uh, time to see what's on trend. We'll give you a stat, and we'll talk about if that trend continues. So we're going to go to Germany, where the Dolphins and, and the Chiefs are going to square off. Tyreek Hill is facing his former squad. His deep ball prowess has continued in Miami, as Hill is averaging exactly the same average target depth during his run in KC. But Hill's commanding a much higher percentage of his team's targets and averaging an NFL-best 109 receiving yards per game the last two seasons, justifying why Miami made him the league's highest-paid wideout. Our very own Jeff Darlington is out in Germany for this one. We welcome him in now. Jeff, what can you add on Tyreek Hill and how he's feeling ahead of this matchup with his former team? Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill has said in the past that he would have preferred to play his former team, the Chiefs, at Arrowhead Stadium, not in Frankfurt, Germany. But today, a very different tone, recognizing the importance of this game no matter where it is played or who it is played against. This is instead two 6-2 teams trying to claim AFC dominance. But in a moment of candidness, Hill did point out with great fondness his time in Kansas City, also recognizing that he is very happy now in Miami. I'm kind of glad that, that it happened now. Like, I don't, I don't even think about it now. Um, obviously, the situation that I'm in is, is great. I accomplished one of my goals of being one of the highest paid in the league. So everything's great. Life is great, man. Can't look back. Always got to look forward. That's my mindset. Of course, nobody on the Dolphins roster knows Patrick Mahomes better than Hill does, given their time together in Kansas City. So Hill said that he had a little bit of advice for his defensive players when it comes to defending against Mahomes when he scrambles outside of the pocket. It was very succinct advice. Find Kelsey. Whatever you do, find Kelsey. In Frankfurt, Germany, Jeff Darlington, ESPN. That, that was a fun tagline there for Jeff. I think he liked that. You know, he was like, I'm in Germany, guys. All right, uh, Marcus, <laughs> what's the key to the matchup when Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins offense line up against that Chiefs defense? Yeah, we could have told you to find Kelsey, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Avi, um, Tyreek. No, but listen, I, last week against Denver, um, as good as the Kansas City Chiefs 
uh, defense has been playing, and they playing at a very high level. There was a couple opportunities within that zone that Russ was able to take advantage of. Here you saw Jerry Judy put in the slot, and they like to move Tyreek around in the slot and get some of these one-on-one matchups. And the speed and, the, and, and how it puts safeties on the back of their heels. And then the over route. Like, we've seen Tyreek run this a million times, just run away from man coverage. I think the Kansas City Chiefs obviously understand the type of speed that Tyreek has, so it shouldn't be, it shouldn't catch them off guard like maybe it catches some other people where you don't see him a bunch. But these are some of those situations where you got to make sure when he catches the ball, you get him on the ground, which is the biggest issue. If the Chiefs can make the Miami Dolphins go the long, hard way, they can have some success up front by trying to get after Tua. But those explosive plays, especially in those zones, and when you give them opportunities to run away from man coverage is some of the issues that you may face. But I think the Chiefs may be suited and formidable against Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and listen, Spags has done a great job of being multiple defensively. And I think when you have guys like Sneed and McDuffie and extremely intelligent safeties like Cook and also Justin Reed, you bring in Edwards off the bench in the sub packages, you can do multiple things. And they've been great in two high safety zone blitzes and using those to get pressure but also keep the top on the defense. I think Marcus mentioned the most important thing, which is tackle, tackle, tackle. And you do that by getting people yeah. around Tyreek Hill. No one gets him on the ground by they dang self. This is not one of those <laughs> things where you want to be a loner. You know, we live in life for companionship. I need companionship when trying to get Tyreek Hill on the ground. And so can you rush the passer with four? Can you stop the run with seven? And if you can do those things, you allow Steve Spagnuolo to use this very talented, very gifted, extremely intelligent back end to maneuver around and maybe give Tua Tungavaloa yeah. something to look at post-snap because what we've seen in the two games that they've lost, the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles, they didn't allow the run game get going and they didn't let Tua Tungavaloa get to his first read. Hmm. That is the only way to have success against Mike McDaniel's offense. Hey guys, speaking of this game, our friend Dan Orlovsky is out there in Germany. He's going to be on the call for it and I, I've gotten some reports here that he's first trying class. schnitzel. Um, yeah, congratulations Dan, but he, he's trying schnitzel. He likes it basically because it tastes like a chicken tender, uh, but prayer up for his wife Tiffany who's going to have to deal with him in the mm. hotel room after that dinner. All right, coming up next here on NFL Live. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the new kid on the block, Will Levis, coming you off a huge fingers. performance. He now faces Mike Tomlin's team. Someone here has some advice for the quarterback if he wants to come away with another win. You don't want to miss that. You're watching NFL Live presented by Golden Corral. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. 
shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. NFL Live is presented by Golden Corral, the only one for everyone. We're getting closer to the start of week nine. And there's Pittsburgh getting ready to go, the site of Titans Steelers. That kicks off in, uh, I don't know, what is it, maybe about three hours from now. T.J. Watt arriving there. He's got the vest on. It's a little chilly. They say about 40 degrees around kickoff. Probably only getting colder as that goes on. But he has been dominant. Doesn't matter the weather. Doesn't matter what's going on. Let's get Adam Schefter back in here as we check back in at our Domino's pregame headquarters. And, Adam, let's start with Kenny Pickett, who was knocked out of last week's game due to the rib injury. He's going to be out there tonight. Yeah, Lord, despite not finishing that game last week against Jacksonville, he will be back out there tonight. He was off the injury report despite the rib injury that sidelined him last Sunday after he took a big hit from the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he will be back behind center even in a short week. Wasn't even listed on the injury report for tonight's game, which is the sign that he, of course, will be out there tonight. And you know who else will be out there? Cameron Hayward. The Steelers activated him off injury reserve yesterday, and he is expected to be out there tonight for the Pittsburgh defense. A big boost for a tough Steelers defense already that will be without Minka Fitzpatrick. So Fitzpatrick is out tonight, but Hayward will be back, and they will be after the Titans rookie quarterback, Will Levis, who will be making his second NFL start after playing very well last week against the Atlanta Falcons, throwing touchdown passes to DeAndre Hopkins. Levis played very well last week. He will try to continue it again tonight on the road in a short week against the Steelers defense that will have Cameron Hayward back. Yeah, Levis had three passes, touchdown passes, at least 30 yards downfield. Thanks, Adam, for that. And that, The deep ball worked well, RC, for Levis against the Falcons, but how do you see the Titans looking to attack this talented yeah. Steelers defense? It's a lot different tonight. Well, I'm hoping they don't attack him at all, Laura. Can't we just get a win? How about that? How about Will Levis just stays home? Doesn't bring his agent. But now, when you look at what, <laughs> when you look at what they should be focused on, they should be attacking the middle of the field, where they aren't strong in the middle linebacker positions, and also with the safety, Minka Fitzpatrick being on the sideline. Now you can attack KZ and also Keanu Neal. They're pretty good on the outside when you look at Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter, and Levi Wallace. But I believe in between the numbers is where Will Levis can have success. So if you think about condensed splits, deep crossers and overs, also using the post. And even though Cam Hayward's back, they need to start with the run because I believe Will Levis and the play-action pass is his best opportunity to have success. Yeah. RC, that's a great point. I think it, it obviously correlates to Derrick Henry potentially having a little bit more success if they can be explosive. The one thing, you know, I always go into these games thinking about, okay, so what's the rush plan? Because just my D-line mind. You got to be very cautious. Will Levis mm-hmm. has legs, man, and he's an athletic guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to he hadn't played much. And I think defensive coordinators should absolutely yeah. have that in their mind. You see him here in Kentucky where he was able to kind of get some of those first downs, pick up some of those critical downs, and kind of move around. So that's something that this defense is going to have to be leery of as he gets some of those looks to take away those throws, him improving and making those second-level plays with his legs. 
Guys, I'm just seeing a tweet here uh, from Field Yates. Second straight day of no Matthew Stafford at practice. So keep that in mind as we pick the game right now for tonight. Between Oh, look at us getting ready to go between the Titans and Steelers. All right, RC, who are you taking? <laughs> You know what? I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. When you look at the way this team has rebounded from losses this season, it's sort of been that Mike Tomlin effect there at home against a rookie quarterback, and I believe they'll find a way to affect Will Levis, score enough to win. All right, I'm picking the Steelers and Swagoo's on the Titans, so at least we got somebody picking the other team. That looks good for Pittsburgh. We'll see you tomorrow <laughs> on NFL Live. That means Live. the Steelers going to win. Nine starts tonight.